The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, it's Jim Norton and my pal. Oh, that's Sarah. And Krista. Producer. Uh, we have a great show today with uh, the great Neil deGrasse Tyson in studio. Talking physics? Maybe not. Maybe slapping on Kamoras. Maybe there's a little uh, growing up chatter. And maybe there's a little uh, fight talk. Very, very interesting with the great Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. He may finish it here. UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by Digital Media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Well, hello there. Hi. It's your pal Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Before I forget, I always forget to plug... So yeah. I'm now going to plug. We should, we should start the show with plugs. I know. I'm going to today. I, I just forget to do. I don't plug for weeks at a time. I'm going to um, uh, overseas this week. On uh, the 26th, I'll be in Oslo, Norway. The 27th, Stockholm. The 29th, Copenhagen. The 30th, Antwerp, Belgium. 31st, Amsterdam. And then I'm going to Montreal. I also got Pittsburgh, uh, July, uh, June 29th to July 1st. And then the Atlantic City, Borgata, Montreal, a whole bunch of stuff. Just go to my jimnorton.com. I always forget to plug, so I wanted to plug my dates because I want some unfiltered fans to come out, especially overseas, and come see me. Jimnorton.com. I get some, we have some great res- reviews and uh, some great uh, commentary I get for the Jim and Matt yeah? combination. People Do you? It. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Man. Like I said, I, don't, I get some through Instagram and stuff and a lot through when I see people. Like, I went to Ralph's Ices last night to get something for my family. All right, I had an ice, too. I'm not, oh, not going to lie. Stop. Why do you look at my, why do you look at my belly right away when I said that? Because said food the same <laughs> as I look at my own I belly. I said belly. is like, you look right. You, I said belly. I said ices, and uh, you look right at my belly because I'm laying back. I'm That's sitting okay. back with my hands behind my head right now. I'm just looking at you. I'm just relaxed. I like to relax. I'll be honest, but, I, I cheated too, so go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, oh, that's that's the cheating part with the ices? Because I had a rough day because I went to my, my friend Brian Diaz. Um, I knew this kid's a kid. He's a grown ass man now, but we know each other since uh, high school, you know, junior high. So uh, it was his kid's uh, first birthday, and I, I at Borelli's over in East Meadow, and I fell off the wagon bed. I don't think I really was on the wagon. I might have been. So it's not like I really fell off, but. I've been doing good for a few days, and I've been tra- I've been trained. Last week, I must have rolled five days, right? And ended mid work, not mid work. Uh, glove drills, into clinch work, to takedowns. I had a fun time, man. Good training. I, I really enjoyed training. Thank goodness, or I'd be a fucking house right now. <laughs> 
I'm uh, sorry. Where am I going with this? Well, you're talking about overeating, <laughs> and we all do. Here's yeah. what I ate last: I ate potato chips and oh, Doritos. Yummy! I saw Ricky Gervais's show. Yeah, the stand-up was very funny, and I went. We went backstage after, and I fucking, I literally, yeah. I raped his us. snack table. Look at us talking like I two. fucking ate all of his snacks. Like, what a pig. We sound like two middle-aged housewives just like, and then I, I had the Cheetos. Everybody relates to it, though. That's why people love us, because we're men of the people, man. We are. Yes, we are. You don't, you don't come off and, and, and try to sound like, uh, oh, oh, everything is uh, jujitsu. You have your life. You have your jujitsu, and yeah. you have your eating, and you have your battles with it, and that's what everyone it's, goes uh, Am I right or wrong, Chris? 100%. Thank you. Life's about balance. It's like passing the guard. It requires balance in life. Yeah. Could you relate to that? Well, mm-hmm. if you would have said it's like what, what Anthony Weiner did wrong is he had no balance. Like, oh, okay. We, we all have different ways yeah. of getting to the example. <laughs> just, <laughs> see, I train like a mofo. I do get a lot. I mean, I rolled this morning and it just brings me back from where I'm like, oh, I feel horrible. I ate horrible. And then I'm, I'm drenched in sweat and I was just escaping, like fighting off one of my 220 pound freaking black belts just attacking me. And it's just, I don't know, it makes you feel good, Jimmy. It does, you feel right? good. It gets the endorphins running, and it makes you feel like a dangerous man. How long do you roll for? Today, I probably got, like, I don't know, close to an hour. Well, it starts with, like, we started off with, like, four-minute, uh, one guy's going to pass the guard for four minutes, and then you go, there was four of us, and so then we switched it up where the other guy's passing the guard for four minutes. So, in other words, if I get a reversal, get away, or get a submission, we just go right back to Did you to tap me. anyone today? Today, then, uh, yeah, I got I got a, a few things, you know. And then um, I had to escape a few things, which is hey, listen. My guys keep me honest. I rolled with all three black belts today. It's funny. I say the names. I don't. It's when you get guys with nicknames, you forget when you're in public. Like my one guy I rolled with the kid I rolled with. I knew him since he's well, he's gonna be thirty now. But I mean, I mean, I met him when he, he came to me when he's like a fourteen year old kid, you know. So he's like a little brother. And his name is, uh, you know, Frankie Oyegi, but I call him Bam Bam, like because he came to me as a big kid, like a right. like. So it's like, dude, you're you're thirteen, holy shit, man! The kid looked like he was eighteen, so he came to like a big, and he fought. He's like three and zero oh as an amateur, but now he's a New York City fireman. Oh, it's good. It's good to see. And he had a rough a rough upbringing, so it's good to see like how jujitsu and martial arts like impacts he lives. Belt? He's oh, he's a black belt. Yeah, he's at my house every Christmas. He's yeah, he's he's family. But he's uh he's a good kid and he had a rough a rough uh, upbringing yeah. you know father in, in jail and this and that but by far he credits it to you know you know the school and this and that it's a beautiful thing so it really changed the course of his life because he had other family members that made way different choices bad choices bad choices so Bam Bam is his Bam nickname. Bam's a good dude a good so yeah so I had Bam Bam I had Drago I fucking everybody's got a nickname and then uh, and then Jay Gersh the, the Jewish Hamas so it was a good time man I started it, it, all black great belts. nicknames yeah all, all good nicknames <laughs> it's nickname like it sounds like we're like a uh, like a fucking a low level X-Men team I hate my nickname what's your nickname worthless piece of shit <laughs> 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 Who gave it to you? Your mama? My Who mother and father and all of my friends disagreed. My teachers. Ooh, that's actually your nickname. Yep. The worthless piece of hey, shit. Worthless piece of shit. Oh, that's all good. You heard that a lot? No, it's like my actual nickname. Oh, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, WPLS. Come here. How many guys call you Jimmy besides me? Um, Amy Schumer calls me Jimmy. Jimmy. I, my Aunt Gail calls me Jimmy. It's more yeah. women. It's uh yeah, that's me. I'm one of the chicks. Um, yeah, I have a few people in my life that would call me Jimmy. Yeah, it's mind. okay. Though. No, you don't mind guys, it? no, I don't. I don't uh, you know, I got some guys just that... Just don't call me late 
for supper. <laughs> oh, I would Remember never. this boy's life? What is that, Nero? De Niro used it in this boy's life. Oh, did he? But he was so oh, great. Was he told the shitty joke <laughs> so well. He's like, you can call me one, but don't call me late for supper. It was such a lousy oh, delivery, so which awkward. was perfect. Yeah, he delivered it. He was supposed to deliver it poorly, and boy, yeah. did he. Did he? Oh, it's great. I, there's some awkward things where I can't, like, I'm like, oh, I can't watch this. You ever see the and British I, office? No. It's a That's what you're saying. Uh, well, I'll tell you what I... No, I haven't, but I heard wonderful things it's about so it. It's so good, dude. He... I don't... What I know from him, What the, one of the things where... And I told you already more than once, your buddy Louie, his show Louie, uh, there's an episode where he plays his doctor. Yes. And it is such a fan... I was to watch that episode a bunch of times. What a fucking hysterical episode, no? Yeah. Funny. I haven't seen it. You ever it, seen it? No. You fu- I've seen moments of it. I... What is... What's the matter with you? I, I don't. Watch. Why don't you? You not a. There's something in your brain like when you see something funny, like you don't even laugh. You just kind of. No, mute. I do. I do. I had a good time last night at Ricky's show. Ricky's yeah. one of my favorite people ever. So you'll see it sometimes. But why wouldn't you want to watch a show with it? Why? Though? I don't. I, you know, I'm too distracted all don't. the time, and I'm almost like I don't know. When I watch other people doing shit, I'm like I should be doing instead of just enjoy. I know it's stupid. Yeah. But I should watch oh. Louis. He's one of my closer friends. But I've, that that episode where I he's the him. doctor. I, do you ever see that episode? I have, I've, seen I've only seen it once. But oh, yeah, it's, it's oh, it's fucking it's fucking great Travis is, is, is amazing I gotta funny. stop using the F-bomb when I want to describe things that's alright we all do it but it's like somebody else says um I'm just like effing effing I say both I'm um, fucking so at least you've only got yeah. that you've only got one yeah. verbal uh... I catch myself <laughs> ever since you say that you say um a lot which I don't think you do I, I, I listened to like an episode when I was here and you weren't here and I think I, I threw a bunch of ums in there I'm a tough critic. Are you tough on yourself? Extreme. Are you That's kidding me? I, I, I watch my special with a shotgun in my mouth. Oh, no. Fuck like, don't I, joke I, around I, I, like a tr- that. A trigger on my tail on the trigger. <laughs> so this, it's, uh, <laughs> I have this other verbal thing I do uh, when, I'm, when I'm doing interviews, and I don't realize I'm doing it in between questions. What like, do you mean? I go like this. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> do you do that? Are you jo- no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Can you imagine during an interview? Imagine <laughs> So, so uh, you, you, we may have you on and JJ tomorrow. So tomorrow she was like, "So if I'm like, you wanna? <laughs> Do you uh... <laughs> distracting? <laughs> we'll be distracting. <laughs> That'd be great to have her in here. By I the way, I think she's coming in tomorrow, and uh, we also have a couple of fights that we have not uh, discussed recently. Uh, Chris made some, uh, gave us these. Oh, I, by the way, I was just watching. Are you talking about the? Um... Gustafson versus uh, Texera. How do you pronounce Glover? Uh, Glover I call him Glover. Yeah, Glover. That's what Tushera. I call him. Glover Teixeira. T-E-S. T-E-S-H, it looks like. Teixeira. Teixeira. Right. Glover Teixeira. The T and X and I. I have no time for that. Teixeira. Yeah, I'm not messing with that. I call him Glover versus Gus. And I. that's going to be a fucking hell of a fight, first of all. There I am with the F-bomb again. But that is going to be an amazing fight. I was watching the Countdown special, I believe. That's what I was watching, right? I was watching something. And, and, uh, and I'm, I like both guys. I like both guys. I like what they bring to the table. And, you know, you think about it. I mean, really. I mean, besides getting taken out by Anthony Johnson, what can happen to anybody in the opening of a round? You know, uh, Gustafson really just, he went to war with both guys, with, with DC and Jones, number one and number two. Right, is that number one and number two? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Was right. Right. Yes, he did. I mean, he went he went five rounds with both guys. I mean, wasn't wasn't it a split decision with uh, the DC one? Was a split was decision. a split decision yeah. decision, man. That's big. Yeah, not as well against Rumble. Yeah, but that was a again, bad one in yeah, Sweden. I, but he, that could happen to anybody. Absolutely, that nearly happened to DC. I mean, DC weathering weathered it and and whatnot. But uh, it, it would be interesting. 
if if you see him weather that. You know what I mean? Because you know, like Anthony Johnson, you know, seems to fade a little bit. I yeah. mean, or he know he's known well, he used to, to you know he used to yeah he's retired now. He's just gonna sit around and sell pot. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, what a smart guy. Yeah, but you know what it is? He's you can't his... shit on that decision. Hey, yeah. listen. You know, it's he's, he's, a peaceful life. <laughs> so uh, we have a couple of... One thing I want to get to too, Matt, as well. Talk to me. Is that uh, Dana said that Connor did sign... The, did we talk about this? No, we didn't. Connor has signed... Uh, again, sometimes we're late with this stuff. We forget. We just get me and Matt's like hanging out. <laughs> Dana said that Connor has signed... Of course Mayweather's holding it. Of course he is. That's the way boxing is. Somebody got mad at me on Twitter. Don't talk about book. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you can Shut say up. Whatever you want. I'll talk about boxing if I want to. Yeah. That's the problem with it. Nobody signs the deal. It fucking takes too long. Too many of your shit promoters. This fight still may not happen. And now Mark Henry on Connor's boxing. He said Connor's one of the best boxers I've ever seen, ever. From his power to his precision to his speed, and I think he has a shot in the first two rounds. Because Mayweather, like a lot of boxers do when they're sparring MMA guys, he may not think he's that good. He may not realize how fast Connor is. You know what? That could happen. He may underestimate Connor's speed, but I don't know. Mayweather's fought some fast guys before. Yeah. And it's going to be bigger gloves. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'll watch this fucking spectacle. <laughs> I would love to see Connor beat him. I mean, listen, that's what everybody's really tuning in. For. I mean, they would really hope for that because the it really is a no lose situation for Connor. It really. When are they going to fight? Because I mean, probably New Year's Eve. I bet you that's what is Connor going to take off all this time though. Dana says that Connor wants to fight definitely at least once, like in the UFC after the Floyd fight. So, what before we'll the end of the year? Yeah. I mean, what kind? Of, I mean, with the money he's making with this, it's almost like really. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him for doing it. I no, mean. listen, good for him, first of all. And like I said, it really is a. It's a, he should have no pressure on him. I mean, the Mayweather's got the pressure on him. I mean, Connor, if he gets taken out, I first of all, I think it's going to go a little bit. So I don't think it's going to, you know, no matter what. And if he does, I don't. It, it probably most likely he'll go to the, the distance. Problem I mean, is he can't use his elbows. The only disadvantage, like a disadvantage no, Connor a, has is like, it's got to be hard though in combat. Like when you guys are fighting, to not all of a sudden grab the shoulders or, or just do something that you normally do. It's such an instinct. Nah, I think that he's gonna be. He's got enough rounds in with, with boxing. I mean, look, okay. I get, I get ready for fights unless I was extremely green at the stand up. Like there's times where there's guys that will never get good at stand up because they can't accept you know getting smacked around. They'll go for double legs and then. And then he'll never get to that next level. But he's been—he's had so much rounds clocked in standing up. I doubt he's gonna also do a, a spinning elbow or something. He could, you know, identify. He's never fought he'd... anybody who can yeah. move away as fast as Floyd, yeah. though. At the end of the day, this is why I'm saying it's a no-lose situation. He loses. He could say, "All right, you beat me in boxing. You're the best, you know, in boxing." Sure. But I can still kick your ass in a real fight. They both. And know. doesn't that really? Isn't that really? More accounts. Yeah, they both know that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. So then, cool. Then play his game, make a lot of money, and it's great. But, you know, at the end of the day, McGregor's still kicking his ass in a real fight. And I, I still think Ronda Rousey would kick his ass in a real fight, in a real situation. Yeah, I, put yeah, he better start stripping. <clears throat> if he's wearing a jacket, he better take that thing off. Yeah, I'm well, talking about in a real situation. I, yeah, maybe, but then she's got to be able to get a hold of him. And if Amanda Nunes yeah. can keep her off with her boxing, Floyd Mayweather cannot box Amanda Nunes. She she didn't she didn't do her judo meant nothing to Amanda Nunes because she couldn't grab. One time yeah. she tries to go in and kind of glum, but she literally yeah. stumbled in like the mummy. It was it was sad to watch. And it was the problem like, is yeah people... she was not ready for that stand up. Amanda just fucking pepper jabs into her face. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, 
I, I'm not not to switch it, but I am excited about Amanda versus Valentina. Me too. I'm really excited. Absolutely, about that. man. That's gonna be a great. The, the confidence, the confidence shown, not only by you know Amanda, the champ, saying I'm a champ for the reason, but when Valentina is saying two months, two months, that's you know enjoy it. She's saying it like she really believes it, you know? And there's a confidence in, in knowing what she's facing because she's faced her before and knew she was coming back in that third round. She knew what it's like to, uh, you know, weather the storm. And, yeah. and if it's a, if that's a five-round fight, it very well could have went to her because she was gaining uh, momentum. It's very exciting. Also, uh, uh, Sergio Pettis against Brandon Moreno because Pettis lost, lost the main card. Against Henry Cejudo because he would be pulled out. Right. So they have a fight for him. It's going to be UFC Fight Night, August the fifth from Mexico City. Also, do we talk about uh, Michael Johnson against? Uh, how do you say his last name? Justin Gaethje. Gaethje. How do you know all these names? Are you just good at pronouncing? You're like Alex Trebek. You really just say these names correctly. Yeah, I like. I, I do like being able to pronounce them, but I. I you know, no, no. I but I mean, I've seen names before. So, I've said yeah. them right once, and then I can't say them right again. Yeah, like, it stays in my head. I, I can. Keep you, it. Are you good with foreign languages? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Some guys are just good with that stuff. Yeah. We got to get a picture of uh, Christopher Dusa. People are bugging me about. Uh, hey, how come Christopher Dusa is never in a picture? Because there's a reason for that. Oh, well, he's like the fucking Oz man. He's behind the scenes of shit. Exactly. Pay no man to this. A lot of times, Chris will say, "Pay no attention to this man in the stall next to you, drilling a hole through it." <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, what he says? Kind of like yes, yeah, like the Wizard of Oz if he was in a fucking men's room <laughs> trying to meet friends. <laughs> <laughs> We should keep him mysterious. <laughs> yeah, no, I like people to see Chris. Yeah, then again, Chris can spy for us. You can go places and hear people badmouthing us; they won't know who you are. That's right. Be like, yeah, what do you guys think about UFC Unfiltered? Man, I'm, I'm a, yeah. I make a mess. Joanne Calderwood against Cynthia Cavillo. Oof. I'm really looking forward. Wait, to wait, that. Say it again. Uh, Joanne Calderwood versus oh, uh, or was it Calderwood? I'm Calderwood, sure. yeah, Calderwood against uh, Cynthia Cavillo. Is, That's is also Irish chick? fight out Glasgow. Is that the Irish girl? Joanne? She's uh, Scottish. I'm way off. No, oh, it's close. All right, I'm not that way off. What am I saying? Do you think Jimmy Rivera against Thomas Almeida is going to be a good fight? Oh. <laughs> That's a silly question. Just two murderers. 20 and 1 against 22 well, and now, 1. Now, what is that? That is, uh, let me just guess. I'm going to guess. July 22nd, UFC on Fox. Oh, it's on Long Island. Yeah, that's the Long Island card. That's oh, your... the Long Island card fi- uh, is, is on Fox? Yep. Oh, my God. The fucking Weidman so Gatsum is, fight? Oh, that's and awesome. they're headlining that, so that's a five-rounder. Yeah. Yes. That's exciting. Very exciting. Holy shit, man. That fucking Jimmy Rivera, Thomas Almeida fight. I didn't even know the, the summit was this weekend. I called uh, Dr- I called Drago. I called uh, Longo. I go, yo. I go, we've been talking about taking the guys to Eddie's. I go, where's Raging Al uh, and, and where's Aljo? Where's Weidman? I go, let's let's go to Eddie's tonight. And he goes, oh, the famous Eddie's Pizza. Yeah, yeah. I go, let's go take the guys to Eddie's. And he goes, nah. He goes, they're all in, uh, they're all in Vegas at the summit. I go, well, I should know that. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't get know any anything. invites from that Saturday to go for pizza. Say again? I, I don't get any invites to go for to pizza. Jimmy, I got such a problem. What? I fucking love pizza. I do too, Matt. <laughs> and I feel like I, 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 could, I could be so much more at this age. Maybe, and my wife likes to keep me chubby. Maybe she's just a chubby chaser. No, she's just that, that's the way she, keeps, she thinks you're not going to go out and cheat on her. She right? keeps you well fed. Yeah, right. I'm not, I'm not as, yeah, I know. I, I, I hold it well, no? I'm in, Jimmy? I'm in worse shape than I've been in in probably two years. I feel yeah, disgusting. No, don't be silly. I feel my gut. Yeah, I got to go meet a young lady. I'm like, oh no, she's going to yeah. say I'm a, a fat pig. No. I think Chris, if anybody no. likes either one of us, it's for our. <laughs> it's fucked up. No one, no, I was no. gonna say it's for our person. No one has ever. Matt is hundred percent right. No, no, no oh. woman 
has ever looked at me. I think you're going to say both of us. You just thought to really depress me. Well, no, I mean, I don't, you're a fighter, though. Thank you. have you. a different attraction than I do. It's true, though. I, I'm more of a rugged, a rugged, no, a rugged dude. Like, it's so I could be, even if a little chubby, they're like, oh, look at me. He's still, still dangerous, though. Yeah, I, I, I get. Uh, Is that really what they say? I don't know. I know that, no, they don't look well, at they me say and go, have abs. I got to fuck that guy. And they never look at me and think that. I don't know. They get say, oh my God, look at that guy on the stage. I, He's making everybody laugh. I joke my way into the sack with them. Oh. You know, nice. da, 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 da. Uh, all of a sudden we're in bed. <laughs> Joke's on yeah. you, bitch. I got my clown nose. She's like, what's, what's, what's? She's tweaking my clown nose. Nice. Get my face in her belly button. Yes. But speaking of food, and okay. I am really hungry. Uh, I want to know, what is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country, Matt? Blue Apron? Good guess. Absolutely correct. Thank you. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. And how do they achieve this? By supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. They've established partnerships in over 150 local fisheries, farms, and ranchers across the United States. And cooking together builds a stronger family bond because you're spending more time together. Research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Why is that? It's because you're not going to have to be screaming at your stupid family members. And let's oh. be honest, your family's stupid. They're not going to know how much to get. Mm-hmm. Get me that. If I was a little kid and my mother was trying to tell me to get me the sugar, I would have went, yay! I would have thrown the sugar all yeah. over and she would have hated me for it. It's true. But these people, they give you the right amount. That's the point I'm making. They tell you how much. Those who spend a lot at restaurants or at high-end grocery chains, you can now spend under 10 bucks per person for a delicious meal. Here's a couple of upcoming meals that are featured. And you're never going to have the same meal twice in a year. That's amazing. Beef teriyaki stir Oh my God, that looks good. Beef teriyaki stir fry with sugar snap peas and lime rice. That looks tremendous. Three cheese and baby broccoli stromboli with tomato and oregano dipping sauce. Crispy salmon and roasted potato salad with pickled mustard seeds and creme fraiche sauce. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, how is it? Yeah, I think creme fraiche. Something Ew. like that. Oh, his Clem perfect pronunciation Clem makes me Clem sick. Clem they're, they're eating this up at the Blue Apron home office. Oh my God, like that Chris guy, let him do him. Jim is dumb. Matt can't read. Chris does him. Chris speaks many languages. Yeah, you hit that nail on the head. And they really are delicious. It's affordable. And they send you, it's step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Pre-portioned ingredients. Mm. That's the key. Check out this week's menu. And get your first three meals free. That's fantastic. With mm. free shipping, go to blueapron.com slash UFC Unfiltered. You're going to love how it feels, how it tastes. Incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Do not wait. Blueapron.com slash UFC Unfiltered. Blue Apron, it is a better way to cook. I think that's really nice. And Neil, uh, we have Neil deGrasse Tyson coming in. A man, uh, <laughs> I, a man I like to uh, consider a, a man of my, of my intellectual equal. We're men of similar ilk. Yeah. Some would say. Men of I wonder, similar ilk. I wonder, I heard he used to wrestle. Yes, Chris he did. said he was undefeated in high school. He's a very fascinating guy. He has a book called, um, and, I, and I've, I've not finished it, but I've read a good piece of it, called uh, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. I have to belch. Go ahead. No. Why? I'm trying to hold it in. I'm going to be 43 soon. He would talk, I think it's, trying to, I think it's yeah. time to change my act I'll be 49 in July. Okay, and you you fart all the time. Can't help it. Yeah, but I can help it. <gasps> I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> He's a very you haven't met him. I, I, now I feel like I have to burp. We'll just turn ahead. All right. He's a good egg. 
Who's a good egg? Neil Tyson. Oh, let's talk about him. Um, and his book is really good. Yeah. Well, he's like the best at doing the research for the for the show. I mean, what I is obviously he know promoting? him. Promoting his book is uh, astrophysics for people in a hurry, which you can get Ugh. anywhere. Um, that, nobody wants to hear that, and I apologize. I didn't know it'd come out so gassy. No, that's fine. He's like the best example of like what a person can be. Right? He's so I ru- smart. I ruined that whole. Th- can we start that again about Neo? Because as you were saying that compliment, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy looked at me with just like not disgust. No, I'm not disgust. But more of just like man, get get your act together, guy. <laughs> no, that was I know you can take me out, but I want to smack you right now. That's no, what you want. I don't want to smack you. You can, Jimmy. No. I won't do nothing. I don't want to. You want to give me a hit in the head? I do not. You, are you stressed? Please, Jake LaMotta. Come on, hit give me, me a shot. I feel like we're going to do hit that me. scene. No. Do me a favor. Take that, that, that paper napkin over there. Wrap that around your knuckles. No. I want to wrap it around Give me my one prick. right here. Wrap it around your head. My favorite part of that, yeah, he, goes, no, how many, he goes, how many times I got to tell you? And Pesci goes, not too many more. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Is that, is, is that what he said? Yeah. How do I forget that? How many times I got to tell you? Not too many more. Not too <laughs> he was getting annoyed. He's great. Oh, that was. Your just... fucking cuts are opening and everything. That was great. Jake is so crazy. So, um, I heard they did a new movie about him on Netflix. I will not watch it. I don't know if Netflix did it, but I seen it. Well, Lamada was involved like, with it. I'm gonna see. Oh, it. Real? oh you yeah. heard Jake? No. Wait, what are you talking about? The new one? Yeah. Well, now you're just being rude. You're not looking at me. I'm thinking. <laughs> No, I'm thinking. I thought you were. I just thought you would just stop paying attention. No, to me. I'm thinking if uh, Jake right. was in. If he was in. Uh, you talking about a new one? Yeah, the, it was about Jake Lamar. I just seen it. and I go. There's no way they could get it more perfect than what I've seen back in the day. What's it called? The Raging Bull Part Two. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, what it's something. Called. You, can you look that up? I'm looking it up. Oh, good, Chris. The, the Bronx Bull. It seems like is on Netflix. That was his nickname. Oh, yeah, the Bronx go. Bull. Who's the started? Raging Bull? Who's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Jake Lamata. Guess who played? I guess there's a little uh, martial arts trivia for you. Sorry about the foot stomping you. Uh, who played the referee? Oh no, the ring announcer when the fight broke out in Raging Bull. He's a well, he's a legendary martial artist. Is, well, there's a few. Do you know this, Christopher Producer? The ring announcer? Hold on. Oh, no, the ring announcer. He was the ring announcer, and it was, was when very the, uh, old. Oh, yeah, it's old. No, no, he was very old. Well, back then he wasn't that old, but he's a le- he, he's also a legendary stuntman. You sure he but... wasn't a referee? No, he, he was a referee in a lot of things. Who was it? I don't know who he is. Gene LaBelle. The Let me legend. See a oh, wow. The legend Gene LaBelle. He's the Bronx Bull. The Raging Bull. That that was how they would. There was a yeah. scene in a comedy club, and it's so good that when uh, they announced Jake is there at the Copacabana, yeah, and the guy goes, uh, "Hand for uh, you know, we have a special guest," and he introduces him as yeah. the Bronx Bull. He was fighting in the forties. I fought the Copacabana, by the way. Did you? Yeah, I told you they snuck me on there. There's Gene LaBelle. Let me That's see. not oh, there. He is. There who was he in Raging Bull? I don't remember him. Nah, he was in that scene. He was just... Oh, I believe you. I want to see... Want to type in Gene LaBelle in Raging Bull or something? Wow, was know. he the ring announcer? That's amazing. Yeah. He was good. He sounded like a guy from the 40s. Well, yeah, he, he was just... No. No, nah, where is it? They don't they don't have him on there? No, nah, there's nothing. Wrap it around you. Fix nah, my robot he right. He was... No, Gene LaBelle, Raging Bull. Nothing comes up. Nah. nah. I believe did you. Did you Google it? Yeah, I googled it. He All did. Right. Duho Choi, Andre Feely. That's uh, the tw- that's uh, Cormier oh. Jones, July 29th. Oh. Now, that, now, July, obviously, Cormier Jones is the main event. What's the co-main? Um, I'm not sure, but I would. Th- I, I don't know. Nothing's been announced yet for that. What do you? I bet you they're gonna have a great co-main in case there's an issue. Yeah. 
I know. I really, I really hope there's not an issue. Like, man, this fight needs to happen. I like, uh, I like DC's attitude now. He says he's back, but is he back? Is he back? We got two months, ladies and gentlemen. Is he back? DC has to. That be was something. that was my DC. With the- That's very good. <laughs> it was that wasn't bad, no. No, that was good. All right, but is he? He's having a good time, man. You can see it. He's better. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think he's been hysterical lately. No, I think he feels like the champ now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think there for a little bit people I'm, were I'm looking forward to that, man. I really am. That was so funny. What did he say? You beat up uh <laughs> oh Jimmy Manawa, you beat Corey Anderson. Sit down, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, what oh yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's always that's no a... one wants to be called son and laughed at. DC is getting you really know what's good. worse right. than that feeling if you're Corey Anderson. Like what the fuck? I know, but hey, man! But those listen, you got to cut deep, man. These are DC beat some tough guys. I mean, he did lose to Jones in a decision, but he beat Rumble twice, and he fucking took Rumble's punches. I met Jimmy Manuel. He was a big fan. He said he's a big fan, and not about this show, probably you. He's a big Matt fan. Either either way, I I I appreciate that. You know, they never know me. They They know you. People get impressed. They see you. They know about your Netflix special, Mouthful of Shame. They oh, know come about on, that. Man. You're just being you know? sweet. Oh, Speaking of Raging Bull, wasn't the Raging Bull smacking your bare ass? Yes, he was. You, dude, you could die tomorrow. You realize that? And I probably wish he And be happy. <laughs> <laughs> he probably wishes he <laughs> Oh, shit, man. I mean, listen, what an what a amazing actor guy, that guy was. You have to almost forget Bullwinkle. He's done some bad ones, yeah. but he's also got a good one coming mm. out. What's that? He's you, playing Bernie Madoff, and uh, he looks just like... What's the name wait, of the new De Niro? Bernie Madoff? He's the guy the uh, that had a Ponzi scheme. He's in jail for life now. He stole billions of dollars. I think it's the Wizard of Lies, it's called. Something. Yep, with Michelle Pfeiffer playing his wife. True story about... Uh, he was the head of the NASDAQ at one point. He became an investor. He ran a Ponzi scheme. Did he steal a billion dollars? Uh, I don't know. If, I mean, I think a billion dollars was tied up in the scheme. I don't know if he had that amount, but... Well, I'm going to see that. Did I tell you I saw Guardians of the Galaxy? Okay. You did. I don't know. That's my, my taste. Style. I know. I can't deal with the the political bullshit. Is it? A, is it you think it's entertaining? What? Not that will be great. Yeah, he's playing in a guy who st- stole a lot of money and ruined yeah. a lot of lives. I want to see how that went. Oh yeah. Oh now I know what you're talking about. That just came back to me. When was that? How long ago was that? Yeah, four years. Okay. Five years maybe. Yeah, you know, maybe dude, I can't. Now. I can't remember five seconds. But now but it just came. Bernie back to Madoff me. has had. You know. His wife left him, obviously, and he's doing oh, life in prison. I'll, I'll one that. of their sons hung himself, and the other one died Why? of cancer. Well, he, he was ashamed of his father. They no. wouldn't go visit the father. He stole a lot of money, man. He, yeah. they, I, think uh, I hope I make my kids proud. Yo, listen. Yeah, are we going to ask uh, Neil about um, about the whole people thing? <laughs> what is up with everybody saying that the earth is flat? Didn't we? Didn't they establish? I thought we found Neil that a long time ago. He's a flat earther. They call him flat Who earther. Who is? Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> no, nah, he's a silly guy. I mean, but isn't it silly? Isn't it just, I mean, listen. Isn't it, isn't it silly? Isn't it silly? Yeah. Because I, I told Chris, the producer, earlier, I go, where, so where does it end? Is it a place that it's flat? Isn't there a certain point where you just fucking fall off at the Yeah, the they abyss? think Antarctica kind of goes up. They're idiots. It goes what? Oh, is that what they say? They're idiots. I don't know. The flat earthers are idiots. Who's the rapper that had a beef with him? It was B.O.B. is the rapper. Oh, wow. Did he do Strange Clouds, that song? Yes. That's him, yeah. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm hip. Tucka, 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 tucka. Ah. How far out is Dr. Tyson? Uh, I was told he was supposed to be here at one thirty. They said he was fifteen minutes late, so he's just one you minute behind. You don't like just hanging out with me, Jimmy? I love hanging out. I with miss you, when I don't I see you. I miss you too. You're one of All my right. favorite people. Thank you so much. I just like uh, I just I'm looking forward because I, I think yeah. of a space question. I can't. I've, I've said to uh, I've said to uh, uh, NDT many times. I don't believe 
physicists believe, and, and they all believe it, scientists, that the speed of light is um, the fastest speed you can possibly achieve in the universe. And what are you saying? I don't believe it. Shit. They say 99.99999% of the speed of light can be achieved. But in order to pass the speed of light, you need uh, enough energy, more energy than the universe has exhibited. So I have a question about how come the universe, when it began expanding, could expand faster than the speed of light. I already know what he's going to say. What? Because it was expanding into nothing. It wasn't in the, in the context of the universe. It was expanding, not in the universe, but becoming the universe out of nothing. Does he believe in that Big Bang Theory thing? I don't, but it's idiotic. It's not true. What? The Big Bang. You, you don't think so? No, there's something to it. But do I think that, and this is what it says in his book, and I'm going by memory. Every bit of matter that has ever existed. The Big Bang says there was an explosion and everything we are, yeah. our entire universe, came from something smaller than an atom. One trillionth the size of a period at the end of a sentence. Everything, the universe, the sun, the, sun, the galaxies, the, every single thing we've ever known in this universe, or that ever will be, exploded out of this tiny, um, almost infinite energy point. And there's a lot of evidence for, for that, that, that an explosion and what ex started. And what, did it, and what did it make with the explosion? Everything. Everything comes from the explosion. And what happened you, before you can this ask thing? Him. <laughs> Not they don't know. You can ask him. Explain it's, always, it's so trippy. It's such a trippy. He trip. loves, he's good at explaining it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few things I didn't know. There's a lot I didn't understand, but there are a couple of things I could never get my head around. He explained to me pretty well. Well, I'm here to learn today. Yeah, but I have a question about that. <laughs> What's that? I want to. I'll ask when he's here. Okay, yeah, might as well save it. Can keep, you, keep yeah, it hold fresh. On. Yeah, let me, see. Let me write, write this it down. down. Don't forget that. Oh, while you're doing that, you know what? I don't want to forget. It was my buddy Ray Longo's birthday the other day. The great oh. Ray Longo. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Say, say it again. It was the great Ray Longo's birthday the other day. Yes, people. Yes, they can't get smattering of applause. Yes, everybody. Great. Now, come on. It was Ray Longo's birthday the other day. Yes, everybody. Who oh. doesn't love the big guy? Matt forgot his birthday. Yeah. Matt forgot well, his birthday. Well, this is the thing. Hold on. Whoa. I know. I, I do apologize. I, I, didn't, I, I forgot. He forgot. Garbage. Well, this is the thing. Don't, don't, dude. Don't bring that guy here. Don't. It'll ruin the whole thing here. Look at you. I'm in a bad mood now. Don't show me that face. Smack that face. I love you. I want to smack that chip right in the fucking mouth. He's got that little nasty old man face. Like, get off my lawn face. I don't like him. But yeah, anyway. You like to smack chips face. Yeah, I would. I would. I, you know how much I like? I want to hug you. But that little nasty little prick. Chip's nasty. Yeah, yeah I can see it. He bad energy with Chip. Not a good energy. He gets me into a bad mood. But listen, I'll never do that show. Listen to me. Chip on Sean. I'm just, no. What were we talking about? Ray Longo. All right, you know, no more, no more fucking sound effects, please. But it was this is what happened. I seen, I seen through the social media, like on Instagram and on Facebook, like guys like Chris and some of the other guys. Oh, you know, Ray, happy birthday to a guy. You know, this and that. You know, he helped out my life so much. So, and I'm like, oh, damn it, I didn't put anything out. Now I'm just gonna be that guy putting out something. And now I'm like, oh, let me see if I have a picture of me and Longo. And then I think you know, I got the new phone, so I don't have those old pictures. I go, you know what, this is gonna be You're coming. Not all your old pictures. Were and then I, then I forgot. I got busy. I, I don't know where our pictures are. What am I going to go through an album and take a picture of it? They should be able to look up pictures by title on the iPhone. Yeah, Why I should have Googled you? something. With them. I, I, I should have just Googled Sucks. me and Longo and something would have came up. But anyway, I didn't really. I was very. I was running around. I had my buddy's uh, kid's birthday party. So, so my point is, 
the ship has sailed. But I can't wait till nighttime. Then I'll just be another guy adding to the thing. So now I'm reaching. How many? Did you just say we have a lot more downloads recently? Almost 10 million. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm reaching a lot more people here than my simple social media. Happy birthday, Ray Longo. <laughs> Oh, that's a valuable shout out. That's there nice. you go. There you go. Is, he, is Ray coming in next week? By he way? is. He's coming in here. You he know? only comes when I'm not here. He doesn't like me. You have to have him in. Yeah, you should have. He, what? He, no, he's been in with you here, I right? Know, I just, yeah. I thought that was fun. It was very fun. Just like when we had How Bobby fun with Uriah, too. Oh, I thought Uriah was a blast. He was great. Yeah, listen, when guys are just laughing and having a good time, how could you not have a good time? That was fun. I liked it, too. <laughs> I did too. I mean, why do you, why do you, don't study me. Um, I enjoy What is the, tell me, am I, why? You're very normal. Um, am I far from it? Well. Am I far from it? No, you're not weird looking. Am I, what, 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 don't, you don't say that. <laughs> the fuck is the, <laughs> I like your UFC fucking, shirt. I'm getting a complex. No, no. Where's the producer? The I, fuck are you looking at? No, I like that sweatshirt. I'm sorry. I don't like that sweatshirt. Because Jimmy observes me sometimes, and he's just like when I'm like, I Jimmy. I do that with people, though. I really do, yeah. but it's, it's, it's a habit. Yeah. Like, you know I how see you, it. You know how you look up, you, you size up people be, for physical reasons. Like, you'll do a quick, I'm sure you probably don't even know you're doing it, but of course you do. You know what's funny? The, yes. I've, okay, you size them up for what? It's not even sizing them up. You just observe people. It's not, it's, there's not, it's not like I'm looking for something. You're like looking. Just you're just looking at people and you're focusing on things, but it doesn't mean you're finding anything weird. You're just looking at them. It, it's so funny. Like, uh, what happened? Somebody come in. Uh, I, Shelby opened the door. Oh, and I will know soon. Right, this is very exciting. A, a good doctor coming. He home. should be. He should be here. All right. Well, he'll be here soon. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Dollar Shave Club is the smarter choice. Get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. It really is an awesome, no-brainer life hack. You no longer have to schlep to the store to buy these dumb, disposable, chintzy razors that give you a lousy shave. You don't have to spend a fortune on razors with gimmicky shaving tech that you don't need. And uh, when I use my uh, DSC, I like to say DSC, but it really is Dollar Shave Club, the executive razor with the Dr. Carver Shave Butter, the blade just gently glides. It gives me a smooth shave. Their Dr. Carver Shave Butter, it's a transparent butter for a, a more precise shave. It helps prevent ingrown hairs and fights razor bumps. It's not actually butter, but that's what they call it. You two can make the smarter choice. Join Dollar Shave Club. For a limited time, new members get their first month of the Executive Razor with a tube of their Dr. Carver Shave Butter for only 5 bucks with free shipping. That's phenomenal. After that, razors are just a few dollars a month. That's a $15 value for only $5. In your first month's box, you get an awesome weighty handle, a full cassette of four cartridges, and a tube of their shave butter. After your first month, replacement cartridges ship automatically at their regular price, and there's no hidden fees, no tricks, no commitments. Cancel any time you like. You can only get this offer. So stop. Don't go other places and look for it. DollarShaveClub.com slash UFC. That's DollarShaveClub.com slash UFC. Oh, okay. But this is very exciting. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. How are you? Matt, Sarah, how are you? Hey, hey, hey. Jim, we're right over here. You're, you're going. Yep, it's good to see you. You got this. Dude, you're the skinniest one in the room here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look nice at the size of you. I think the UFC needs another uh, light heavyweight. That was a chapter of my life long gone. Oh, man. Good. Plus, I, I was in shape 40 pounds ago. <laughs> yeah? Well, I'll tell you, you look good. And from what I've heard, 
you know, besides being a, a major brain, you had some brawn. First of all, you're a big dude in person. I, don't, I didn't realize he was such a big guy. Yeah, he's a very big If dude. somebody walked in here, they go, who's the UFC fighter? A former fighter. They'd look at Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Used to be a wrestler. In my day. Yeah, but that, that was a different day. But undefeated in high school. In high school, yeah. I, yeah, I was, I was 10 and 0 my senior year. Yeah. yeah that's amazing. You ever come close In fact, to people got upset because one of the matches, I didn't pin the guy. And they, oh yeah! So they've counted that as like a loss. <laughs> yeah, I pinned nine out of the ten. Well, were you bigger than everybody else by a long shot? Or no, no, they can't be because you're, you're, no, it's, it's a weight, weight class. It's a weight class. So, so I, I was 190 pounds. So you were just a ferocious wrestler. Well, I I, ha- I was really flexible. I had good strength. I was taller than almost anyone I wrestled, which meant they had bigger muscles. Yeah. Okay, because if they're the same weight and you don't, there's no body fat clearly. Yeah. So they got to have bigger muscles if they're shorter than I am and weigh the same. So I had to keep them at distance. You know, I had good yeah. leverage. I have really long arms. Yeah, yeah. I do an ankle pick, and and I can I can uh, cradle you, with, you know, and get yeah. you and pin you, because I can wrap my arms around whatever you are. I can wrap my arms around you, and that yeah. gives me a grip. But if I get too tight in, and you get these these ectomorph yeah. guys with these muscles, it's hard to just, make space. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. Oh, hard Whoa, to make space. Hey-o. Sorry, where's, where's the drum? You gonna have a? Where's the band? To I know he's very bad with the sound. <laughs> that was a sound effect moment. If you, to me, but it is true with the smaller grapplers. When they're tight on you, it's harder to make. When that they're space. tight, it's like yeah. it's like a lock, lock. It's like a like a lock tight, yeah. right? Because they'll get me in there. It's like, oh damn. Have you? Have you? Because you're naturally a grappler. I mean, ten, I mean, you're talking about your being undefeated in high school. And, well, that uh, was then. But wait, wait. Yeah. Excuse me. Go ahead. Just to be clear. For sure. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to get you a fight no, in mixed no, martial no. arts. <laughs> By the end, we're gonna be. Where's the mat? <laughs> Let's take this outside. Uh, no, just to be clear. Yes. When I got to college, yeah. Then I started wrestling, like. Guys from like Iowa and oh, yeah. you felt the like corn fed guys yeah. off the farm that were hauling cows. Yeah. And I said, Whoa, this is another league. This is another thing going yeah. on here. So I was that so I had a losing record until my senior year. In Harvard? Of, of college, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I didn't even know. I guess Harvard has a wrestling team. You always think of Harvard as you don't think of them in doing any physical. What do you think? The Mandy Pansy? What, what do you think? No, just too busy. <laughs> no, just too busy studying. I mean, yeah, uh, I also rode, but I preferred wrestling. And, you rode what? Uh, well, I heavyweight eights. Oh wait, wait oh R O W. Oh, I think it meant, like R O D E. Rowing to me, I do it in the gym once. It sucks. I can yeah. row for two minutes. How long? If you're rowing, how long could you row for in a workout when you were in 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 that shape and you were doing that? Oh well, so it's it's. I mean, it's highly aerobic. So if, if you get it, if once you get in a rhythm, you, you know, you do it for an hour. You know, typically, um, there. Well, actual races take about six to eight minutes, depending they on do. yeah two thousand meters. Is a Harvard rowing team good? Yeah, yeah. Well, their their coach for the longest time coached the Olympic team. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, well, think about it. Rowing is like very sort of Ivy Leaguey, you know. Yeah. And so. You get the Ivy League coach to coach the Ivy Leaguers who went to prep school where they where they row. You know how many schools in the hood have a rowing team? Right. <laughs> you know, right. none basically. So it was kind of an elitist sport in that regard. I don't mean that attitudinally. I just mean it in terms of access to opportunity. And who had opportunities to try? Yeah, exactly, sure. exactly. So so well, I did because it, it, it was intriguing. Right. And but I, since I wrestled in high school, I ultimately kept wrestling in college. And you and I much preferred it because if you lose, you lost. Yeah. You don't blame on anybody else. Yeah. And so what I was saying was, uh, though I was taller, I was, I was quicker than almost any of my opponents. I was quick for my size. Oh. So they, couldn't, they didn't see that coming. 
athletic. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Did and, you uh, did you have any fights growing up? Uh, great question. Yeah, uh, I have completely calm temperament. So no, I'm the only person, only guy I know who never got into any fights, K through twelve. But you got some aggression out though uh, in high school. Like you, you, it, you were physically, you know, you did. Get so I always, I asked myself if I didn't wrestle as a tandem thing in my life, where would I just be looking to kick somebody's? Ass? <laughs> no, no. But I had a uh, one guy pulled a knife on me. For what? Where were you? You mean what did I do to earn it? <laughs> well, that's why. Well, I was saying, what the hell kind of question? Where'd you get this guy? Where'd what was, what was his reasoning? We're going what into the his, mind of the man. What was yeah. his reason? What was his reason? Okay. Yeah. It was, in fact, my fault. Here it is. It was one of these late winter snowfalls where the snow is heavy yeah. and wet and makes an awesome snowball. Yeah. Okay? I'm like a March it. snowfall. Oh, no. Yeah, All right? I see what this is going so at lunchtime, this big snowball fight breaks out. I'm on one side. It's the, no one chose sides. It just, it just broke up that way. All right? If you're on the left, you're for that side. Or you're on the right. Yeah. All right. On the left side of the field. So he's standing there. Back then, he would have been known as a greaser, okay? Yeah. His hair greased back, leather jacket, rode a motorcycle. Yeah. He was sitting against a car with his girlfriend under his arm. Oh, no. Okay. Right. Non-combatant. All right. So I said, wow, okay, let me throw a snow. I wonder if I can hit him. But he was a non-combatant. I threw it. This is, went far. It sailed through the sky, and it landed right on his chest. And you ever see a snowball hit a hard surface? It just scatters everywhere. Yeah. And this must have seriously embarrassed him in front of his girlfriend. Plus, yeah. he's a greaser. So he's got that man thing he's got to yeah. withhold. So then out come the racial F. Nigga, you come back. You come back. Nigga. And I said, don't you come back or I'll cut you. Okay, so. How did he know he saw you throw? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And so, so. The, the period ends and everyone's going back into class and he goes and parks himself in front of a door. And so I just slowly walk to a different door. But then he walks at a rate that will perfectly intersect mine. How's your adrenaline? How's your, how's you, how are you assessing That's a situation? good question. So I'm going to tell you. It's a great <laughs> question. So now we meet at the door and he pulls out his knife. I remember it's a 007, which has a locking blade and a wooden handle locking blade. It's about six inches long slightly illegal. There was an illegal length and an illegal length. Nah. This one just came a little, like the the, the, the curved tip nah. just was enough there. Little. But it locks in place so that it doesn't fold back sure. and cut your fingers. He and I, So he does it and he's standing in front of me. I don't think he knew how big a person I was yeah. when he made these threats. Because I walked yeah. up to him, I, I looked down to him yeah. by one or two inches and he was in boots. <laughs> so... That I don't. So that God, might have been my height. Back a little, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so then I remember this. You know, in West Side Story, where the knife is reflecting the sunlight. You know, yeah. before the fight begins. Yeah. So all I'm thinking is West Side Story. But anyhow, so he said, uh, "You hit my leather jacket." And so I said, "Okay, um, how much ego do I give a shit that I have?" At this, oh, did I, can I say it? No, yeah, say it. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrate it. Neil. I'm being honest about what yeah. was going yeah, yeah, through my head. Can, yeah, right? This guy's got a knife and he's, he's, he's brand, is, what's that the right word? Brandish? Brandishing. Yeah, yeah, brandishing the knife. So I said, all right, um, I know I'm faster than this guy. 
I'm captain of my wrestling team. Yeah. If this gets to the ground, I got him, but he's got a knife. I have yeah. to get the knife off him. He's not a weak guy. He's still a kind of big. Yeah. He, I'm 190. He might have been 175 pounds, something yeah. like that. So, you know, he's not a skinny, wimpy yeah. guy. It would yeah. require somebody. I said, I could take care of this, but let's say I do kick his ass. There's still four months left of school. Yeah. Okay? He could be waiting around any corner. Just to get sure. revenge. Yeah. Revenge is worse than the first time yes. out. Sure. Okay? And then I said, so that's if I beat, if that's if I kick his ass. Um, also, if I do kick his ass, I could get cut in the act. And by then, I had already been accepted at Harvard, planning to major in physics, knowing I want to get a PhD yeah. in astrophysics, knowing that my career, I, I already had my, I had this already planned. I knew what I wanted to do with yeah. my life. So I said, is the risk of dying, however small that is, or the risk of getting maimed mm -hmm. permanently or partial or temporarily, is that, uh, is my ego in this moment worth that? Right. I said, no, it's not. So I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> but not in a timid way. I just, I just straight, yeah. straight. I said, I'm sorry. I hit your leather jacket. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to say was, but you got to admit it was a good throw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I just, I didn't want, so I said, sorry I hit your leather jacket. Uh, I'll make sure that doesn't happen again. And that was it. And what, what is he going to, what, what do yeah. you, if you, if he was ready, if, I felt like Gandhi in this moment, yeah. right? He's got weapons and I don't come at him with a weapon. If you have a weapon, yeah. you are expecting weaponry. Yes. Yeah. Right? This It's a mental thing at this point. Yeah. So I, so I, that's what I did. And then I just walked past. He was, all right. He grumbly, all right. Yeah. And then he folded back up the knife. And now I knew he wouldn't be waiting behind any corner. I'm smart, yeah. Right, right. And I'm off to college. No, who the hell knows where he is now? Yeah, yeah, you made the right move because that one dumb thing, you know, and you went on to be who you are and you're promoting another book. Um, and I'll, I'll mention the name of the book, Astrophysics People in a Hurry. And uh, That was not a good segue to the book. It was book. terrible. <laughs> Here's why I did the segue. Who, who taught you segues in this business? He told, no, he told me we don't have much time, so I wanted, I wanted to make sure that your plug did get in there. Okay. The no, book is fine. great. Thank you. I, I had another question for you before What's we even that? talked about physics. What's this green thing you're drinking here? It's it's juice, but I'm trying to this get... This is not juice. I don't know what that it's is. It's a green, it's a juice-like substance. <laughs> <laughs> I should correct okay. myself. So uh, did you have a lot of, like, a, 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 a racial strife growing up? Did you have to deal with any racism, or did you kind of get lucky and not have to deal with it? So, no, there's, I mean, there's nothing compared to my parents' generation. Right. I mean, that's, uh, you know, all you have to do is wonder how bad it is. Just ask somebody, ask someone one generation before oh, you. Yeah. They'll have stories that will completely override anything you're telling them. Just, that's how that is. Right. Uh, same with women. If you, want, if you say, oh, it's terrible for women to ask any woman a generation ago sure. what they put up with, what they had to put up with, what society didn't recognize or accept. So... At the time, yeah, there was there was racism, but it was I was so focused that it was like I didn't care because you could if if you cared about every racist moment, you'd be dead. Okay, so you don't if you have enough drive. I had a fuel tank of I'm, I care about this universe. I've known it since I was nine. My first visit to the Hayden Planetarium here, I said I want to be an astrophysicist. I was called by the universe, and I'm I said I'm coming, universe. Give me a few years, <laughs> and so. So yeah. So what would it? In what ways do it? Does it manifest? Taxi doesn't pick you up 
uh, and it stops for the white person sure. farther down than you. And I'm and I'm not small, so don't tell me you didn't notice me, sure. right? Yeah. And so there's little things like that. Most of these, so back then you'd go to a record store to buy records or CDs. There would always be a security guard following behind me, right. acting like they're browsing through the thing. Yeah. But and I would go change lanes, and they come change aisles and so you can track them so yeah. so it's the bad part is you have this awareness that society thinks you're a criminal and i'd walk down the street and people would cross the street to go to the other side this sort of thing and that's just a weird way to grow up right. it's like your own culture doesn't see you for what you are they see you for what you feel what they fear and so i said to myself Provided they are not between me and my goal, I just will just walk around it, climb over it, dig under it. But I'm going to get to the other side with or without them. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. In one case, I, I was into big oversized wristwatches back before oh, yeah. digital watches. They had tachometers, time in multiple cities. I was just into timekeeping. By the way, my people invented timekeeping devices, astronomers of yesteryear. They did. Yes. We, we cared about tracking time. Okay, so so maybe it's deep in me. I, I was yeah. feeling the vi I was feeling the love through t through the, the through history. So I had this big and uh, one that I bought from Macy's, the sweep secondhand. No one even knows what that is anymore. The thing that tracks the seconds. Sure. The sweep secondhand fell off inside the crystal of the watch. So I took it to a, a jeweler, and so I, I'd like this repaired. And the jeweler said, after a pause, and looked at me, and the jeweler said, "I can't touch this. It's a stolen watch." And I'm, here I am thinking, wow, I wonder, how did Macy's steal this watch? I'm, I'm yeah. like, that's how naive I was, because I'm just me, yeah. right? I'm just, why sure. would I think that this whole world thinks I'm a criminal? Yeah. But he's asserting that it's stolen because I am handing them this watch that he judges has no, doesn't belong with me, as a, as a, on me, as a 14-year-old black kid growing up in the Bronx. And so it must have been stolen, was his conclusion. And I'm thinking... Did Macy's know this was stolen? <laughs> yeah. yeah, a very naive thought at the time. But that kind of thing would happen. But they're not between me and my academic goals, and so I just kept pushing. That's all. It's interesting. I've never yeah. asked you that before. Yeah, and, and, and plus, I never was in a fight. Yeah, I, 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 I could walk away from a fight. It was a non. I, I just didn't care. I don't have any. My ego was not there. By the way, uh, here's a good segue. Right in the last chapter of the book, <laughs> called "A Cosmic Perspective," learning about the universe is the, the surest, most systematic way to dismantle your ego. Because you learn how small you are. Right. We are. How yeah. small Earth is in the universe. How, how insignificant our presence is in time and in space. And this can actually be liberating. Because then you realize how much baggage you were carrying, thinking you were special. And then you realize how much DNA we all have in common, not only with one another, but with all life on Earth. Because you can have a cosmic perspective, not only from the universe, but from other sciences as well biological cosmic perspective. So, for example, in your lower gut, in one centimeter of your lower gut, lives and works more microbes, more bacteria, than the total number of humans who have ever been born. In your lower gut, one centimeter of your lower gut. So you can say, well, I'm greater than the bacteria because I am human and they're just bacteria. However, if you upset the bacteria, they're in charge, okay? They'll tell you how often they're going to send you to the bathroom, okay? Is it every seven minutes? Is that your preference or every 12? So then you realize that to them, you are a darkened anaerobic vessel of fecal matter. 
that whatever. I'm like that to most people too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and then you realize, okay, however important I think I am, I'm just this vessel to the back to the bacteria. But in fact, we need each other. It, they digest your food for you. That's right. You are a vessel in which they thrive. So, so you're not greater or lesser than they are. We are participants in the same biological entity. That's a cosmic perspective. So we are important and we are special not because we're different, but because we're the same. I have and that's a, a message here. So maybe that was operating deeply within me because I just did not feel I had to fight anybody to defend my honor, my sure. manhood, yeah. my even playing basketball, somebody elbows you. It's not, mind your elbow, you're good. It's like, okay, sorry. And then you, I keep playing. It's not, I, I just didn't care. Plus, I, I know you know. Tell me your name. I didn't get Matt. Matt. Thank yeah. you. I finally. That's Matt, okay. Let me hand, Matt. Give me some. There you yeah. Give me, look give at me those some mitts on there. you. Uh, look at that. Look at the size of that hand. Who's uh, that? Here, Brock Lesnar. Let me see this. Look at that hand. Yeah. It's a whole other. Uh, what is that? <laughs> knuckle. Yeah. Fucking. I don't know. It's huge. Yeah. So yeah, it's, on it's, you. It's, it's a, you got it's no three XL hand. Good. I can't get gloves. Custom made. I have a specific Why to go to like the, the big and tall hand shop or something? You, you'd be uh, great at Kimoras, by the way. What's a Kimora? <laughs> what's a Kimora? I'm going to listen. I don't know. Listen, in, as far as with the space, besides some Star Wars questions, I'm the worst guy to even interview you. But Kimoras, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you'd be phenomenal because you are a former grappler. Yeah. Once you're, it's in you being a listen, grappler. Listen, once I, you know, here's the thing as a, as a wrestler, the funny thing is, I sometimes yes. I forget that I spent most of my life with my hands on. Yes the bodies of other men so that I meet someone new or something. I just, my hands are on them and I'm, yeah, I'm touching right. them and they, they get, sometimes ah, they just get a little, yeah. it's not, you know, it's funny. I've been, you're a physic. I never even made that connection. You just said, yeah. that's right. You, cause you're, you're, you're a, yeah, I'm a touchy, but it's, it's okay. It's, you're a tactile. It's not uncomfortable. You know tactile. I like that. I'm tactile. You know who's like that? <laughs> Bernard Hopkins. I've interviewed Bernard a bunch of times and Bernard will sit like literally one inch from me and he touches, but He's it's in your space, but it's not an alpha. It's not uncomfortable. Yeah. It doesn't feel menacing. It's just, you could tell that that's, his comfortable way of uh -huh. communicating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a very specific question. Before I forget, I know I'm going to forget yeah. it. We, we've talked a lot, you and I, about uh, uh, time is, uh, traveling faster than the speed of light. Where's the segue to that? Uh, there, there's none. You, you're just a non-segue guy. I really am. Okay. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> non-segue. <laughs> yes. Well, it was lack of erections, but I said segues. <laughs> so it was... <laughs> The uh, this um, uh, traveling. I saw scene. his potty mouth Netflix special. Yes. Oh, did you see? <laughs> it? Oh man, are you still as came potty here mouth going? as it is? Yeah, I said, <laughs> I'm, do I'm I dirty. should I really go to his show after <laughs> this? Yeah, so you're not surprised <laughs> by. But anything. you knew me before that, so you know that I'm a sweet boy. <laughs> yeah, he was sweet until I saw his Netflix special. <laughs> yeah, now you know a lot more about me. <laughs> 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 traveling the speed of light is the fast is uh, fastest speed in, in the universe. Yes, uh, we can never achieve the speed of light. Not but, with material uh, li light can go the speed of light, right. but not material objects. Right. But when expanding during during the Big Bang, the universe did travel faster than the speed of light. Yeah, it expanded, expanded faster. Than, yeah. So how is that possible? And is it's a great do, question. That means you're paying attention to it the was, book. It, it was it was amazing, and uh, I also had a big issue with the Big Bang. I didn't necessarily believe it, but I wanted to know about. Wait, 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 wait. So did you see the opening quote? Of, uh, I, I, the universe is under no obligation to make sense. Make sense to you. to you? Yes, and you're right. So the fact that you go through and say I, I don't believe this, it, the universe really doesn't no, care. No, no, no. Fair enough. But I mean, like, say we were expanding into something that is the same material that our known universe is, how was it able to expand faster than the speed of light? Because nothing in our space is moving through that space faster than light. The fabric of the space itself 
is expanding, and there's no law of physics that prevents that. There's not. Okay, so yeah. there's no law, but there's no. That's way how we can have galaxies ex- uh, in the distant future universe when dark energy overruns everything and it accelerates our expansion. You can take galaxies and accelerate them beyond our horizon, out of view. So all the galaxies of the night sky will ultimately be no longer visible to any of us. And that's the source of all of our cosmology. So if we don't have good records that survive into post-apocalyptic civilizations, they will have no idea that the universe ever even had a past. Really? And they'll try to theorize what is going on in the universe, but they will not get the right answer because their their repository of data will be incomplete. Hopelessly incomplete. And I lose sleep over the possibility that everything we're doing in this universe, trying to piece it together like this jigsaw puzzle, where we don't even have the what the thing should look like, right? We're just seeing if the puzzles, the pieces fit and how they fit. I lay awake at night wondering whether we suffer from the same challenge. Is there some chapter of our today's book of cosmology that has been ripped from us that only a prior generation would know anything about? But there are no records passed on right. to us. And here we are trying to figure out the universe, but in fact, without that chapter, it might damn well be impossible. When you're ex- when the universe is expanding. Are those let- almonds over there? Can I get some almonds? Sure, can, yeah. sir. <laughs> well, the universe is expanding. Yeah. So, you know, we look around, we see stars everywhere, we see galaxies everywhere. Let's just say for the sake of argument, you're in one of the earlier uh, developments of a planet. Yeah. And, and you're in the forefront of the expansion. And you're constantly expanding and you're on the edge of the expansion. So how come you're not able to look back this way and see the universe and then look ahead and just see pitch black because nothing has expanded that far Oh, yet? because everyone thinks they're in the center of the expansion. But say you're on the edge of it. Well, if you, okay, so if you're on the edge. How come you can't well, watch, wait, ready, 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 watch, watch. So here I am. I'm a ship at sea. Okay? Now I see a ship on my horizon at the edge. Go to that ship. They have another horizon beyond them. Everybody has the horizon, even if you're on the edge of somebody else's horizon. But if you're, if, if so, so they're on your edge, but they're not on their own edge. But if you're on the edge of the universe's expansion, no, it's expanding in a higher dimension than that. So there is no edge. There's not. Is there an edge of Earth's surface? No. You 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 uh, you know to not even ask that question. There's not. You're not a flat earther, are you, Jimmy? Yeah. Not. Ah, Jimmy, no. the latest crazy. That has to okay. be something new, okay. right? I, I heard an interesting solution to the flat Earth problem. What's okay, ready? That? Someone said, maybe Earth is flat, okay, but just on six sides, and it's actually a cube. Oh, there you go. So it's kind of like a sphere, because it's, it's, you can go all around it. Like There's a, a bottom, a side, right? There's Australia, sure. right? But in any given side, it's actually flat. And I thought, wow, that's an interesting way to reconcile um, the thoughts of scientifically illiterate people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I tried it, Matt, was it not? Why are we talk- talking about the universe? I'm on UFC. Can we talk fight seriously? Sure. Sure. I was going to get to I, that. I, I the Wait, did, did you save time for him to come at me? I, no, I, no, no. I just had a space <laughs> question before, but I'm, you answered it. Uh, but, you still you compete? What are you? No, no. Listen, I own a couple of jiu-jitsu schools. Cool. I, I won You're the, a jiu-jitsu I won, guy. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I, you know I, Sam I, Harris does jujitsu. He's a um, a very famous atheist guy, okay. um, uh, public intellectual. Look him up, Sam Harris. I sure yeah. will. Mm-hmm. No, and now you know I I still stay in shape. I do I stay in shape. Well, rounds of shape, but I do. <laughs> I do. I do yeah, yeah. What shape I is do. the shape well, you're staying in? <laughs> that was, exactly. That, the that shape. was good. That was thank good. You, thank you, Neil. Are you a pear shaped oblate spheroid? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you should try ju- Brazilian jujitsu. I mean, listen, you're busy. 
looking up, you know, different galaxies. Let me tell you what and- happened. I, after I settled into New York, after I'd been, got my PhD and everything, yeah. I said, let me find out if there's any local wrestling clubs, yeah. right? So I went up to Columbia, rolled around okay. with them a couple of times. And then I found out, oh my gosh, now it takes me like five days to recover. Yeah. When I used to bounce back the next day, ready. The wrestling's a lot harder as far okay. as it's, on your body than, the body. than okay. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I mean, you could put a, a kimono on, which is basically a jacket, learn different ways to strangle people. I know it sounds no, crazy, no, but I know. No, I know. No, <laughs> he likes strangling that. people. He I need it. more ways in my, in my yeah. portfolio. But the thing about Brazilian <laughs> jiu-jitsu, <laughs> it's not as explosive, and you don't have to use as much strength. It's based on leverage and technique and timing, and it's really scientific. I mean, you, you would love love it and instead of like the wrestling the, the the goal is to have somebody pinned on their black back shoulders uh pinned on the back i mean it just gets started you learn different ways how to um uh, maneuver your opponent and reverse him submit him from while being on your back based all on so do leverage you win and in technique. A submission is that how that works? oh yes you win in a submission or if you're not getting a submission you're getting a dominating position which is best for a real uh, uh scenario a real fight okay. mount position back with the hooks in controlling somebody yeah controlling somebody and mm-hmm. it's just such a you know, again it's such a beautiful art and being um, a brain and being a guy your size, you would probably really love it. So I, I can't I, say an incident. So I was in, uh, I gave a series of talks these last couple of weeks, both yes. book talks mostly. Yeah. And uh, during the Q&A in one of the sessions, uh, there was somebody who charged the stage, okay? And so the security came out and- <laughs> Crazy a, flat a slender guy, yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> so he was sure he knew uh, the answer to the universe. Ask me how the universe yeah. works, I know. So that's the kind of crazies you get wow. yeah. <laughs> in an astrophysics lecture. There you go. <laughs> but anyhow, so security came and they blocked him and then they tried to move him back up the center yeah. aisle. But then his limbs started going, okay? Yeah. And so then they, they took it to the ground and I was hoping they wouldn't start pummeling him because that just looks yeah. bad. You just want to, so you want to be able to, to take out of action yes. what their arms and legs are doing, right? And so wrestling, you kind of want to do that, yes. right? So, so that way you can't grab me if I do something with your arm exactly. that, that prevents it. Okay, but they, they were not succeeding. So they got back up to come, yeah. and then they finally get him back on his feet, but he's still kicking and screaming. So then they, so I'm kind of narrating this to the people in the upper, upper deck so they yeah. can't see it. Finally, they pick him up, and then they take him out, and they say, that always works. <laughs> Once you remove the person's point of contact with Earth, <laughs> then you have full control over their body. Yeah. They have no frictional points where they can actually execute anything. And you just pick them up and just walk them out, no matter what their limbs are doing. And so, so I, I narrated the, the removal from what was the his po- you, you don't know what his point was, or what he was doing? No, he wanted, he wanted to say, give his theory of the universe probably wouldn't um, have out of heard. order with the questions that were being received. Do you, um, do you watch mixed martial arts? Do you watch the I, UFC? So, so I don't target it in the day, but if yeah. I'm channel surfing and it's there, oh yeah. Watch it? Oh yeah. Watch. I like watch because the guys are quick. Yeah. Especially those kicks with, where you can take someone out it's like, oh my gosh. Oh. Because you have to land it in the right place, okay. in the right time, at the right height. Particularly if it's if it's a blind kick, because if you're turning. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, and you so, can see the art in it. Yeah, though. oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And then Do you have good equilibrium? I get very dizzy oh, very yeah. fast. You do. Well, I I, I I well, so I used to dance. I was a I was a performing member of three different dance companies. What, so what doesn't this guy do? No. no well, well, so here's what so let me back <laughs> up. So one of my challenges as a wrestler was I was very flexible. 
Yeah. More flexible than most rest. I was flexible as a dancer is flexible. I could do a full split. Nice. Um, this sort of thing. And so what it meant was if you're trying to fold somebody up yeah. in a hold and they're not well stretched, um, there's a limit to how much you can fold them because their body's just not going to bend that way. Yeah. If I want to prevent myself from being folded into a tiny little cube, <laughs> yeah. then I have, I have to use muscles against your force to fold me. Because my body can move that way, that far. Did, did I make myself sure. clear? Yes. On that? I have to use muscles to prevent you from folding me as much as my body can fold because I can stretch into that position. So, yeah. so I had to make sure I was not in that situation. But what it also meant was if you sweep my leg and lift it up, at the height that no, someone else is normally off balance, my leg is essentially detached from my body. In dancing... There's you. There's a lot of training of body part isolation, where you move a shoulder, yeah. you lift your leg, where the rest of your body does not budge. If if you move a limb and the rest of your body moves, no, that's not dancing. That's you know, that's torquing <laughs> your yeah. torso with the body. So uh, let me just demo that. I know this is like audio, but I just demo for you guys. Leave it. Yeah. You're not going to twerk for uh, us. Please, are I want to see Neil deGrasse Tyson dance. So you're here, and so. This, He's got Liz kicking out his leg yeah, and behind him. All this has to be here, and the torso can't move. Okay? You wow. Be a martial so, artist. I'm just, I'm just uh, jiggling my leg yeah. back. Yeah, but you have great balance. And Look so, and that's... Leg and, back and forth, and he's balancing on one leg. Yeah, that's, and that's he's, all. Look at and this. So he's wow. Like forward to the side. It actually looks like something out of a, a kata. Yeah, <laughs> he's karate kid. Amazing balance. Yeah, so, so yes, I had balance. So, yeah. guys would try to sweep my leg and presume... I think generally accurately that it would take another person off balance yeah. and they would just my leg would just move balance if, is so much and so they could important. not take the my torso off balance because yeah. the, the leg was just swir swirling around what kind of dancing was it so it made, I, made wrestling I had to invent new ways to, yeah. to, to compete as a wrestler what, what kind of dance I'm not a good dancer I mean people look at me they think I'm limber of course no <laughs> <laughs> I love his leg. That's the first thing I think of. <laughs> Jim, yeah, this guy belongs on a, 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 at a ballet stage. Yeah. What kind of, was it ballet? So, so Lynn Swan took ballet from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I remember in the day. Yeah. You're not that old. I'm 48. I'll be 49 in July. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, you look like a kid. Thank you. Oh, let me pinch your cheek. Please. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, you too. Oh, my gosh. So, um, uh, yeah, what yeah I remember, was, yeah. Uh, who was, and plus, it wasn't just that. Um, who's the guy with the, um, the, the folks in the Midwest? Uh, uh, the famous football team from the small town, uh, the, the uh, uh, Hoosiers? Pack Packers, the oh, Green Bay, Bay Packers. Yeah. Uh, their coach was it Vince Lombardi, right? Yep. So was he? Wasn't he the one that had them do the ballet steps? Oh, I don't know. Um, it might have been. Yeah, yeah. One of them introduced sort of ballet step movement, and then it became kind of standard. That was your dancing was ballet. Oh, so so I had basic ballet training for sort of a general performing sort of stage uh, Broadway dance type troop <clears throat> there was another troop so, so we did performance dance like to broadway tunes that sort of thing another one was international latin ballroom oh wow and then a third one was afro-caribbean what's huh? afro-caribbean uh so if you just look at any picture of native africans dancing it there's a lot of sort of torso right most right. of the music is percussion and there's a lot of sort of uh collapse of your torso and and shake i mean 
That would have been where the first twerking could have ever come. You sure. probably broke that out at the clubs back in the day, no? <laughs> yes? No, no. So I was like disco man in the 70s. You are. Oh. That was the age and the time. Did you ever go to Studio 54? No, because yes. I, I, I was away at college when Studio 54 hit. Yeah. It's biggest point is the late 70s, that would have been. And then I went to graduate school after that. So, And then my whole life shifts at sure. that point. But I, I, it's not in this, but it's in my memoir. There's a point where I was like strapped for money in graduate school. They weren't paying you much. And I needed money. And my fellow dancers, uh, the male dancers said, hey, you know, we make extra money down at the strip club. Get out of here. Women's, at, you know, the ladies, sure. ladies, you know. And Tell me you did that. No, 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 no. Hold on. So, finish the story, <laughs> <Sorry>. please. So, <laughs> <laughs> I got to hear this. So, so I said, wow, because they'll put money in your thing. And, yeah. and I, was, I was in, I was very, I could, like I said, I was limber. I was cut. You know, low sure. body fat. I, I was like, that was I, that was I, that was the time. Yeah. Okay? If ever there was a time I would do that, that was the time. Sure. So I'm down there, and I said, well, I'll check it out. And so some of my fellow dancers from the company that I danced with came out. All they were wearing was a an asbestos lined jockstrap that had been soaked in lighter fluid and ignited, and they came out oh, scary. dancing to Jerry Lee Lewis's "Great Balls of Fire." Wow. Oh, I, in that moment. I see that. I'm embarrassed to say that in that moment was the first time I said, maybe I should tutor math. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. And so I said, no, no, no. So yeah. then I went, I tutored math, made a little less per hour, but it's, um, it was like respectable work. Yeah, but the perks with the math tutoring was not as good as they would have been <laughs> at the other job. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have had a great time. Um, yeah. So that was the, the slow sort of evaporation of... Of uh, the body that I had then, and then I just had to became the academic that I am now. You, People say, "Oh, why don't you go to Dances with Stars?" Or, dude, like you said, do yeah, some Brazilian. Oh, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. When I was wrestling, nobody was asking me to give a public talk. No one was asking me to be interviewed on anybody's show. That's a chapter of my life that is past, and I'm now doing other things that I could not have done then because I didn't know enough, nor was I wise enough. So I don't look back in my life at stuff when I was in my prime in various things. Let that sit as my prime when I was priming for what it was that I was in my prime. Now I'm priming in other dimensions of what it is to be alive. Yeah, but you're top of the field at what you do now. Like there's there's almost nobody in the field. Right? Michu Kaku is very well known, but you're you're the kind of go-to guy for this. Like everybody is like this is the man who can explain complicated things in a very simple way, which is not easy to do because really smart people, like, you know, Bobby Fischer could not explain chess to right, somebody. Right, yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. It yeah. Just he tried, he had a book, you know. Oh, I know, chess. I, I, he, wanted, he I love him, but just. Chess books, yeah. Yeah, a bit of it. <laughs> then he, went to, he took a left turn. So yeah. yeah, took a left turn. Ah, the Jews! <laughs> hey, all right, Bobby! <laughs> Bobby, what do I do with the bishop? Ah, <laughs> oh, boy, Bobby! What Bobby, what's your religion? Oh, I am Jewish. Yeah, yeah. That was 100%. Like, yeah. Right, 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 yeah. yeah weird, that came out of Something yeah. happened there. Yeah, yeah. When you're that smart, sometimes I think mental illness can be tied in with someone who's that brilliant, and and like the the thing that makes you great can kill you. And I think yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to not have that happen sure. to me. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever? I'm did, cool with the Jews. Did you, ever, did you ever do any kind of like partying or anything? Like, did you ever? Oh, did you ever do no, drugs I, or drink or did you ever like? Oh no, no. I was pretty clean in that regard. Um, oh, for but not because I had some high and mighty cleanliness. Right. No, it's not that wasn't the motivation. It was. I so enjoy what I'm doing, yeah. studying, wrestling, and now you want me to do what? You want you want me now? Realize how sensitive we are physiologically to exterior influence. So here's your brain, which, granted, barely functions in real life. Just 
what does it take to not function, right? right? Just look at mental hospitals, look at prisons, look at, you know, this. So now you want to add chemicals to your brain to purposefully disrupt what is otherwise pure rational thought. And I said, I can't, I can't wrap my head around that. I don't, I, I just, no, right. no, I'm not. Now, so there was, so one time in eighth grade, I drank Boone's Farm apple wine before I went to a party with the sole purpose of just getting shit faced. And then after I said, well, why did I do that? What, what? Did you get sick? Uh, no, not, no, but I was definitely not fully rational. And I just, I did not value that state of mind. I know, I've known since I was nine, I wanted to be a scientist. And if I, it's, it's not like, okay, I want to contemplate the universe now and decode the secrets of nature. Let's see how high I can get before I do this math. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just not. So, so I never did. I just never did. So I like a good bottle of wine. You know, yeah. who doesn't like a, you know, with a nice meal? Yeah. But um, it's not just to get shit faced. That's all I'm saying. You should go to a UFC fight. I think you would enjoy it. <laughs> no, I really do. I think you would like it. I think you would enjoy. It. I think you would enjoy watching it. And as far it. as the jujitsu, I wasn't telling you to, to go into the Pan Ams or anything. I was just going to say for a, for a workout. I love the Pan Ams. They don't get the attention they should get. Yeah. Just as a sport, as an event, and yeah, as a culture. Well, any big, you it's, know. it's you know North and South America. How often do we get together as a as a collective Western Hemisphere uh, thing? It's a good time. I mean, jujitsu. I, I mean, again. So how many so how many fighting events are in the Pan Am Games? Well, I, I specifically, I was just talking about the jiu-jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu oh. Pan American Games, okay. which I won in 1999. Right. But that's not the point. <laughs> I don't oh, excellent. Talk about a segue, Neil. Oh, yes. so is, is it a trophy, a medal? Or it's a I medal? got a, I got a gold medal as a purple belt. I was so happy. I beat all the Brazil. I beat all. You Brazilians. beat the Brazil. Where was it? Oh, what, but was it, was it in Brazil? It was in Miami, actually. Oh, okay. You know why? Ma- I remember in Brazil, that. that would have been a little harder. I, I, I won in there Brazil. There's been guys uh, waiting not, for you with the. I don't want to. I don't want to. I definitely, I definitely don't want to be that guy. But I won the next year as a brown belt in Brazil in the world championship. You did. Why does it all come back to me? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Why does why I want I want to hear? I just yeah. So why does the belt matter if you win or? It's not that wasn't a belt. No, that was I had a belt. That was in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I won. Oh, you compete at belt levels. Well, yes, in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, yes. In mixed martial arts, no, no, it's whatever you got. Pull it out. Mixed martial arts, yeah. I won that. UFC championship too, but that's a whole different. <laughs> yeah. That's another podcast. Well, that's nobody enough. wants to hear no, about me. I, like I, well, the, I don't have to come yeah. here to talk about astrophysics. Yeah. Listen, I'm very impressed with your the, the fact that you uh, were quite the wrestler, and I would love one day, one day. Listen, I know you're busy. You want to roll around one day? Well, I want to show. I would love to show you, you some jujitsu. I'm not picking a fight, Neil. You're a big guy. You're a big guy, and I got a reputation. I don't need to get strangled by you. Right. But I would love to show I, you something. Just the art of it, and you'd be like. Oh, I see how this works. I don't have to use a lot of strength. It's all leverage technique and uh, the cosmos. Oh, so and, if he gets me started and I go home and do some calculations, oh, he would love and then come back. Oh, he'll come back and <laughs> show me how to get the arm lock better. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a hey, listen, it's uh it would it's it's great for the body and mind. Did you but, stay uh, um without injury? How how were you on that? I'm I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean I've knees and I I shoulder. never had a major surgery besides something that um uh, I had Collarbone? some kind of th- uh, I had something called uh, th- I'm going to mess up the word for it thoracic outlet syndrome or something where I had uh, my artery was getting uh, pushed together by my first rib and my collarbone would had to remove my first rib out up here actually did they make that a has woman nothing to do with my work my training did they make a woman out of that rib <laughs> no no that and it didn't so give, biblical that and it so didn't give me any perks as far as what I heard but happened no. with Marilyn I Manson. made a couple out of warm liver but <laughs> <laughs> where are we going with this I'm just happy Neil's here this is fascinating mouth. Yeah. 
<laughs> I've warned your listeners if they, in case they haven't seen your Netflix special. Oh, they yet. know I'm awful. If, if they want to, if they want to retain their high level of respect for you. <laughs> I don't think there's a level of respect is very high to be honest. We have to we, we have to wrap up with you. There, yeah. there, is oh my that, God. That's coming from those people. Yeah. We got to. Oh no, I got to think. Yeah, okay. okay. That's not coming from us. Mm-hmm. I love you. One of my favorite people. Uh, the book it's is great. Really, you do this in the comedy club here. I mean, in the space right of above. This. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Your it's book great. is great. It's called uh, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. It really is a fascinating. And this is the <laughs> most we've talked about. Can, can I boast? You, you slipped in a boast. I got one here. Ready? Good. Okay, because I didn't get to say this often. I slipped several. Yeah. Okay. Yesterday, the book. Debuted at number one Ooh, on the New York Times awesome. bestseller list. Congratulations! Hey, I'm, I mean, what? Number one? Number one. Debut. Number oh one. yes! <laughs> oh man! Oh, rightfully so. Yeah, and it's my first time that's happened to me. And that's so amazing. I would, I, I would say this even if I didn't write it. For me, holy shit! There's a science book at number one, right? On the nonfiction bestsellers ahead of the celebrity tell-alls, yeah. this, the political books. So there's a real appetite out there that I'm delighted to be a servant of. So, Are you doing any book signings? Or have you done the ones already? Uh, yeah, I mean, I did these cities, and now I'm just tired. I just want to go to sleep. Okay, well, the book will, the book will speak for itself. What yeah. I've read of it, it it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, it's really easy to read, and it, it just talks about the Big Bang and all this fascinating stuff. And uh, you're just an interesting guy. This was fun. Thank you for Dude, coming. Dude, man, thanks. Always, always thanks. Yeah, Neil. And we'll find you, you know, you invite me back, we'll, you know. Yes, I, I don't know if I can still rock a singlet, but no, well, no, no, I'm going to get you a kimono on me. My well, treat covers the covers the belly. Oh no, that's good. I love that. <laughs> I don't train without that thing. <laughs> Let's get a picture before he gets. Yeah, out. we'll do take that. a quick break, and I'll be right back. Thank you. Neil yeah, yeah thanks for having me. On, Thank on you, the show. Neil. Mm-hmm. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Now we are back. We took a quick break. We said we were going to take a quick break because we were getting the wrap up because Neil uh, deGrasse Tyson had other places to go. By the way, very, very great interview with him because we talked about a lot of things. Normally it's just uh, astrophysics, which is fine. Yeah. But he wanted to talk about uh, growing up and who knew who he was almost a stripper, the, the, that racial incident. Like, it's so interesting. But here's what's really interesting. After it's over, that was great. Neil deGrasse Tyson and Matt Serra, I want to say, was it for seven or eight minutes? Oh, easily, yeah. Rolled around on the floor and showed each other wrestling and jujitsu moves. How great was that? By the time you're hearing this, the link has probably been sent out. We have a five-minute video of of Matt showing Neil deGrasse Tyson a Kimura. And Matt, by the way, and, and he was showing Neil was showing Matt something because Neil's a competitive guy. Oh, beautiful pinning techniques he was showing me. He does, like, right? Oh, it was great. It was great. No, he would. That's why when I was telling him about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, I he he's obviously a he's a very very smart and understatement. Is he one of the smartest guys on the planet? Yeah, he's, he's up there, right? Yeah. So I mean, with that brain and. You know, being a natural grappler. I mean, look at his look at his what he was showing us with his balance and sure. talking about him back in the day. It's in him. He would be amazing in jujitsu. I could tell you right now. The way he was just and then when we were going over, like I was showing him the Kimura after he was showing me a couple of his pinning techniques, he was loving it. You could see his cause you know, when he was going to manipulate the balance, well, like I feel like I could just I'll do this and then he sees the the leverage and the technique he was I felt I felt he was digging it no he was absolutely and then he wanted to show me something oh that was we were it was it's great started with with Neil going to Matt 
Uh, let me. I just want to show you something before I go. And yeah. he was showing Matt a move. Yeah, so it's not like I tried to be like, let me. No, it's not. A, no. I don't. I want to force a Kimura on you. I'll tell I you, want to. <laughs> here's what that. I'll tell you exactly what that was. That's Neil deGrasse Tyson is such a respected scientist. Yeah. And legitimate and deserved. But he doesn't get that part of him, like that physically competitive part yeah. of him. He probably doesn't get to express that often because, yeah. again, he's always doing these intellectual interviews. And, and here you, a former champion, yeah. you, you can enjoy that with him and not oh. feel like he's being a... Yeah, no, and it was also nice that because you explained it, you're a great teacher, so he appreciates that too. You could tell. I also, great. yeah, this is what's so great about Matt because I know uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and I know Matt, and you know Matt's a killer. I mean, Neil's a great wrestler. Matt's a killer. So watching them, I'm like, oh Neil, don't try to. Oh no, <laughs> he's funny. But he's Matt like, is such yeah, a good no, teacher. Yeah. He was showing him a Kimura. You put one on him, yeah. um, and then you were teaching him how to put one on you. But very yeah. encouraging. Yeah. And really, there's no ego with Matt when he no. chose. No, no. I had him choke me, which I'll tell you, a couple other seconds. I hope I don't know if he knows the tap is the... Yeah. <laughs> I should have let him know when I... Jimmy's like, oh, when he taps, you got to let go. He was loving the, he was loving the, the, um, the rear naked choke. Well, you you, and well, Matt showed... Matt uh, was showing it on me. Like yeah. he had me sit in the thing, and, yeah. and he was—I he was, was the guinea pig, which was okay. And Matt showed up; one well, was very effective. But he put a tight one on you, right? Oh, it was beautiful. And yeah. with his height, he could just yeah put someone to sleep with you know very little effort. <laughs> just go right up behind him, and it's like a V. I was just explaining how you know it stops like the blood flow; it doesn't cut off the air. You know, it's not going on the windpipe. That's how like that's how like police offices and. You know, when they do the wrong, I know they're not allowed to, to, to choke people and strangle people, but sure. the problem is they don't know how to properly do it. I believe that they should be allowed to, to choke somebody, but it should be, they should, every police officer should be, police officer or anybody in law enforcement should be at least a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It should be a requirement. And that way they could do it, but it's the gentle art. Your guy falls right to sleep. But the problem is people end up fighting for their life and then they just put on something that they've seen on TV or they don't have it quite right. Am I getting off the topic? No, <laughs> you're talking about. But Neil, he he saw the technique in it. And that's sure. what I that's what I wanted to show him. And uh, what a fun that was fun. I've never asked him about any of that stuff. I've talked to him a bunch. We never mm. talked about that's very interesting. Uh, him almost being a stripper, yeah. getting a knife pulled on him. Just to hear him talking about race, yeah. I've never heard him discuss it. Yeah. Was fascinating. His views on racism. Really interesting guy. I mean, he's great. Can I tell you when I when I heard he was coming in? I always liked. I seen him on Joe Rogan before, and I seen him on some stuff. And he is. He does make it fun. Like. He makes it interesting, and he makes actually like stuff that could be maybe born for some people fun, you know. Which with the out with everything, with with the uh, the galaxy and galaxies and every, oh, everything we're talking about. Galaxies, Matt. Yes, well, there's a hundred galaxy I'm talking about. I don't know what the fuck. I'm talking about. But anyway, I thought I'd be just way out of the conversation, but he made that was very fun. I enjoyed having him in here. Yeah, I did have that one space question though, and he answered it. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I was curious. That was the exact one I was going to ask him. I know. <laughs> no. Yeah, I should ask him explain the Big Bang. You would have ran. I'd rather him. explain Kamora's. I understand. <laughs> and sh him show me his cradles. That was fun to watch. Uh, that we guy have five minutes of video. Um, I can't wait to see some. I, of that. I can't wait to send some of this out. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to. Uh, and he was catching on quick because I didn't. I put it on him, but I did not use you to show him how to set up that Kimura. No, you know? I, we're going to So it takes a little bit. And I showed him a variation of a, a Kimura that that I really been killing with lately, like when I'm side, on side control. People will see. And I invite the guy up, and then I do basically a sit-through. I call it a sit-through Kimura. I sit through, and I find the arm right there. And uh, it, what happens is it takes the other arm out of the equation. So we, yeah, I have my two arms to your one, and it's easy to get behind the back. And I think he was digging it. I really do. I think he was, he was enjoying it because he felt yeah. it, you know? I'm, I, I think that's a great <laughs> picture to tweet. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look at that. Oh, the best he's got me face down. He's on top of me. He got both my wrists. Like, hey, by the way, Neil, nice to meet you. <laughs> I met him literally 20 minutes ago. But uh, we will hug him when it was over. It was that was great. fun. That was, that was uh, fun, one of my favorite, probably my favorite interview I've ever done with him. And uh, well, I guess, uh, listen, man, that was a great one. I'm seeing you, uh, you know, a couple days and then I go to Europe. Wow. So uh, I'm going to send this video by the time you're hearing <laughs> yes. this. Yes. The video, I'm sure, is up somewhere. Yeah. We're actually going to ask Dana to retweet this, folks. I think it's really funny and I think yeah. you will. Um, I think that was a good time. I was so great. But we should send yours too, right? Yeah, I took. I was on a different angle, but yeah, we got. Maybe we can combine the two. Is there sure. anybody at UFC that could combine? The yeah, two? I'm going to send it to everybody. They're going to. They're going to have it. Yeah. What a good time, man. Yeah, because I'm Matt's <sighs> uh, Matt's funny line. Nice to meet you, Neil. Was very <laughs> funny. Do I have that here? Oh, I forgot you were taping. Oh no, that's funny. <laughs> all right, um, yeah, man. All right. I'm oh, what you got it, it on there? I, I I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, I well, send me that is. too, because people are going to want to. See the Wait, is this it right here? This oh sorry, is that a is oh that yeah a female? A, oh yeah. <laughs> Show me a picture from the front, by the way. I'm just showing her, honey. I, oh, I just want to make sure before I go. Oh, that's great. Then you go, gotcha. No, I wouldn't get you. Gotcha. I'll show you a picture. All right, <laughs> all right we're we're running. Out. Yeah, all right, people. While he's showing me a picture of a young lady, yep, that he's her. going on it. You're, you're, you're going on a date with her, Jimmy? Okay, there you go. All right. I concur. It's a woman. And she looks like a lovely lady. Hey, listen, Jimmy, Chris, the producer. Yeah. Such a good time. I don't want it to end, but like all good things, it must come to an end. See you tomorrow. See you. See, bye, everybody. Yeah, bye. Why am I stuttering at the very end of the show? Well, you're happy it's over and you're nervous. And you're a sweet boy. Thank you. Bye-bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Here you are, BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. 